your situation or your problem or your dilemma is today, but I can tell you that God is bigger than anything you're going through. Amen? Amen. God is bigger. He can turn the Red Sea into a superhighway. He can turn the water and flow it out of a rock. He can open the blind's eye. He can unstop the deaf's ear and he can make the lame walk. He can burn the cancer out of your body. He can raise up the dead and walk on water and calm the storms and feed the multitudes with a snack lunch. He can even save the drug addicted, deliver them, and set them free and fill them with the Holy Ghost all in one step. Our God's awesome, amen? amen. We have an awesome God, and we ought to be excited about what He can do. He can heal brokenhearted and restore marriages and, and put families back together again. I just want to remind you that God can do anything. Amen? Amen. He can do it all. Our text begins by saying, He sat down in the valley of full of bones. I want you to know today, our text says, where this is. Now, the scripture is, very, the scripture is very clear that this valley is filled with bones. It does not say that there was bodies. It says strictly bones. That is not a very encouraging sight. I don't know about you guys, but I'd hate to be dropped into a valley of bones. You know, we're about, you know, but what I want you to know this picture gives us, and it's speaking of brokenness. It's speaking of separation. It's speaking of confusion. It's speaking of disorder. And it's also speaking, of course, of pain. This scene tells us that there has been a very violent encounter that has created great chaos and destruction in this valley. Misery and pain. I'm talking to somebody today right now who knows exactly what I'm talking about. Many of you today sitting right here in this congregation and congregations throughout America, they're there and they're, they have pain in their life. They have misery in their life. They have destruction in their life. Those are the kind of people that that's what we're talking about today. This is what we're saying to you today that there's something experienced, something in, in your life that has caused a brokenness, a separation, a separation that has brought disorder and pain into your life. And and it has left you hurt and confused. Beloved, today we need to understand and we need to uh, analyze ourselves. We need to take a spiritual checkup and begin to see where we stand. Are we filled with the Holy Spirit? Do we have God in our life? Or, or, or are we living a worldly life? Are we broken? Are we hurt? We need to, and, and we need to know where the, the, the source of healing comes from. Uh, friends, it don't come from your neighbor or your friend. Where it comes from is from the power of the Lord. Amen? Amen? That's where healing comes from. And the Bible says that these bones were very dry. Listen to me. He, he was in a, in a valley of dry bones. In other words, what it is saying is that the joy of living was gone. We see in the Bible, moisture and water speak so much of life. Proverbs 17, 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bone. Bones, broken here means wounded, smitten, afflicted. So these bones speak to us of lives that have been wounded, hurt, and have been broken, and have smitten and afflicted. And I know most of us walked in here today with a smile on our face, feeling good. But the truth is, many of us are hurting. Many of us are, are, are broken on the inside. We're smiling on the outside, but on the inside we're crying. Somebody here is suffering from a broken heart. 
Somebody here has lost the moisture in your life. The joy of living is gone and you're just going through the motions. The praise team sings that song, The Motions. And that's what happens to a lot of Christians today. Motions. We go through the motions of living a Christian life. We, we, we put on a smile. We put on a happy face. We go around telling everybody everything is great. Everything is hunky-dory. Amen. But on the inside, we're dying. We're hurting. We're suffering. Listen to this message today. If you're here today and has been wounded, that's part of life. It's going to happen sooner or later. The Bible says in Luke 17, 1, it is impossible, but that offense will come. But woe unto him to whom they come. The problem is that many who have suffered and have been offended and have been wounded have never gotten healed. And if the wounds does not heal, it will come infected. And you know what happens to wounds when they get infected? Well, eventually it begins so infected that it begins to poison the blood. And then when the blood picks up that poison and it begins to circulate through the body and it goes through every part of the body and then eventually it gets to the heart and then the poison enters into the heart and the next thing you know it, it enters into the brain and we find the person dead from blood poisoning. Oh, how I'm not criticizing I'm not putting it down. I'm not making fun of anyone. It happens to everyone. It happens to pastors. It happens to evangelists. It happens to, to leaders. It happens to all of us. We all come to a point sometimes when things are going in our life that, that brings hurt. And, and, and our, our hearts are broken. And, and people make fun. And people uh, cheat on you and abuse you and take advantage of you. And somebody is going to say, oh, this uh, says, uh, but, but pastor... I'm not wounded today. But my friends, it will come one day. That's called life in everybody's life. One day, one time, someone will walk down that path where you'll get hurt. You'll become hardened. And eventually after time, if you don't get the healing, you begin to cover it up. You begin to cover it up sort of like a man working hard with his hands. And eventually, you know, the blisters wear on there. And then eventually those blisters pop and more bruise. And eventually they just become so calloused that they're hard. That's what happens to people when they get hurt. And they get hurt. And they get hurt. And they get broken. And they get broken and they never seek healing. They go through the pain. And eventually their heart becomes so callous that they don't feel it anymore. They become numb. They become dead to the situation that's around them. They become dead to the spirit that's trying to touch their hearts. They become callous and move away. They're just going through the motions, playing the role of being a born-again Christian. God supernaturally deposited his prophet right there into the middle of this tremendous misery of chaos. I think I need to say right here that when you surrender your life to God and commit yourself to serve Him, you are not in charge of where He sends you both, my friends. There might be someone in your family right now that we that, that I'm talking about. That, that maybe you, you see them in a picture in your mind. That's the person that you need to be talking. You know they're broken. You know they're hurt. And God has placed you in a place right now that you can take the Word of God to them and begin to share the Word of God to them. God has put you there. God's called you. He has the right to send you. My friends, today, are you ready to be sent? He sent his prophet right there in the middle of the chaos. You say, well, that's too rough for me, Pastor. I can't do it. 
Beloved, today, listen to me. God's in control of your destiny. God sends you that way. You need to obey Him and follow Him. And God is calling you to do the work of the Lord. And you need to be ready to do it. Just like the prophet of God went where he was called to do. That Word got into those bones. And somebody said, can the Word get into our bones? Man, when, when, when Ezekiel began to prophesy, those bones began to shake. The power of God began to release the realm of the prophecy. And man, all of a sudden things began to can you just imagine Ezekiel in a valley full of bones and his bones are moving around? I don't know about you, but I've been running about that time. You know, I, I tell you, I get excited. What's going on in this place? And we see that, but I want you to know Jeremiah said it could. He said that the word is like a fire shut up in the bones. My friends, today, if you're here today, God's word, if it penetrates your bone, that should be getting you excited. As these bones begin to shake, they begin to move around. They begin to knock against each other. In other words, they were beginning to do some fellowshipping with one another. They begin to communicate with one another. There had been a complete isolation and separation and division. There they were laying on the ground. And then all of a sudden, the Word of God was spoke over them, and they begin to move. They begin to shake. They begin to knock together, and they begin to communicate with one another. I'm going to stop right here and say something. Just because you are in this place at the same time doesn't mean that there is fellowship and communion, beloved. Here we are in the, the house of God. Just because we're here to sing from the song books and listen to the sermon doesn't mean that you love one another. Amen? It doesn't mean that we love one another. There's families that live under the same roof that seldom ever speak to each other. There's never been because they never sat down to dinner, not because they're too busy, because they just don't want to. There's husbands and wives that lay in the same bed but resent being touched by one another. And there's churches in the same shape. There's churches out there today right now that, that, that are laying in together and are sitting together, are congregating together, are fellowshipping together, and they can't stand one another. There are people sitting in our church today that can't stand each other. They sit opposite sides of the church and cut their eyes back and forth and criticize everything they see and other, that others do and say. There's people sitting in our churches today that have, have for, unforgiveness and resentment and bitterness in their hearts. There are people sitting in our churches today that resist and resent anything fresh and new. They rebel against anything that is different. These bones represent a church that is in a mess. Lives that are in a mess. There is strife and envy and confusion. There is com uh, competition and pride, resentment. There is rebellion and selfishness. And as a result is, the spirit is gone and life is gone. The joy is gone. The anointing is gone. And they are very dry bones. Dry bones. Beloved, today as we, we preach the Word of God, I look out across the congregation and I see dry bones. I see bones that have been dried out, lost the joy. Man, I see, I see faces right here today that don't even have a smile on their face. I don't know what's wrong in your life today, but you ought to be smiling, happy about being in the kingdom of God. You ought to be saying, man, thank God I just saw these kids all down here with their taters. You know, and it's exciting to be a part of the family of God. You know, here we are fellowshipping together, but we just, must be cold, I guess. You know, let's warm up. You know, get the Word of God. Those bones begin to shake you and get you ready to go. That's what Ezekiel done. He said, but while Ezekiel prophesied,
prophesied, the Spirit of God began doing a work from inside out. You see, I have discovered that you have to learn how to hide our stuff too much. We have learned how to, to hide our pride. We have learned how to hide our unforgiveness. We've learned how to hide our resentment. We've learned how to hide everything. And you know what? We begin to do the things of, of good Christians. Man, we know when to lift our hands. Man, we know when to shout hallelujah. We know when to shout praise God. But are we just going through the motions? Or do we mean from inside out? I don't know what reason for the dry bones is today. I don't know if somebody just is hurt. Somebody's took advantage of you. I don't know if you just decided you're going to be resentful and uh, selfish and rebellious. I don't know if somebody broke your heart or now you're callous and indifferent and dry, but I do know the same God that brought these bones back alive in Ezekiel's day can do it right now today. Amen? He can bring it back alive. All it needs is the Word of God, and the Word of God can bring it alive. And I want you to know something today. As Ezekiel prophesied, something began to happen, not just to those bones, but inside of those bones. You, you've heard the old time saying, phrases, I can feel it in my bones. How many of you? I can feel it in my bones. Man, I tell you what, when I get to singing sometimes, man, I get to clapping and I get to excited. And I, man, I feel it in my bones. Man, I feel the praising of the Lord coming out. And I want you to know, starting something happening in those bones is so exciting. We get so excited about what we see happening in those bones, but I'm just as excited about what we could not see. My friends, I want you to know something. God was doing something on the inside. I want you to know today God began to do something before those tendons was placed on there, before the flesh was placed on there, before the skin was placed back on there. There was some inner healing that took place. While the prophet was prophesying, something was happening and, 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 and in the rim of the spiritual and in the hidden places, my friends, that's where God does his best work. Whenever you're not expecting it on the inside, the heart is being changed. The heart is being uh, reconditioned. While Ezekiel was prophesying, confusion was leaving. Anger was leaving. Brokenness was leaving. The heart and the disappointment was leaving. Criticism, jealousy, selfishness, and pride and competition, they were all leaving these bones as these bones were coming alive to become the army of God. What I'm telling you today is that God doesn't do a halfway job. Amen? Amen. He's going to start from the middle and work His way out, just like He does on you. Just like He began with you. My friends, today, listen to me. When the heart begins to change, and all of a sudden you, your, your spirit begins to change, your attitude begins to change, your whole concept of life begins to change, and you take a different focus. Beloved, today I want you to know something. God won't quit until He's 100% finished. Amen? Amen? He won't finish. He, he won't let it go. He'll keep hanging on to you. And I want you to know today that the Word of God is being prophesied to you today. It's being preached to you. It's being delivered to you. It's about being healed and restored. It's about the joy of the Lord. What is our strength? It is about having the Spirit of God on the inside flowing out through us like a river. It is about a life that glorifies God. Amen. It's about uh, choosing to be healed, choosing to be forgiven, choosing uh, choose to be merciful, to choose to be understanding and kind, to choose to believe the best about everybody. Oh, how easy it is to criticize. Gosh, man, I could just start right down the road here and criticize everyone. You, you probably y'all done probably wrote down a list of criticisms of my message already. You know, if you have you you ought to. You know, and, and be ready for it. You know, but we can we can find anything to criticize about. 
We can find it. Man, I tell you what, you, you can find everything in the world to criticize someone about. But oh, how hard it is for us to say, praise God, I love what you did today. Man, you know, man, praise God. You know, Arnie, Brother Arnie, you handed out flyers out there better than I've ever seen. <laughs> praise God. Thank you, brother. Randy, man, your prayer was awesome. Yeah. Brother David, thank you for reading Scripture, man. That was you know, we got to find reasons of positive to uplift people. We need to speak them words of kindness. And yes, Brother Charlie, that's the way to do it, man. Win over affection. Reach over and give you honey a kiss. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about it, man. You know, that's what I'm saying. Have a word of kindness. You know, have a word of kindness to one another. Touch one another. You know, husbands' wives. Encourage one another to be ready to serve Jesus in a mighty way. Encourage one another. That's what it's about. You know, I can't see your heart. People sitting next to you can't see your heart. But God can see your heart. What we don't see, what we don't see is more important than what we do see. My friends, today God sees your heart. He sees what's going on in the inside. I can't. Before these bones could be brought together as a mighty army of God, these bones had to be healed. Every broken hurt, anger, resentful criticism, spirit had to go. Unforgiveness had to go. Jealousy had to go. Strife had to go. Rebellion had to go. Before these bones could come together, they had to be healed internally. And it's still true today, and there's many churches that have an appearance that they have got it all together and they look good from the outside. They have the form and the structure, but inside they're all a mess because they have let malice and strife and resentment and unforgiveness get in and now they're going just through the motions of plain church. How many marriages today are just going through the motions. How many of God's people today have lost their first love, lost their hunger, and lost their passion for God? And how many say just going through the motions? Look today, I came here to speak to you about dry bones. Dry bones in the church. You say, well, Pastor, I've got flesh on mine. I mean, I'm not a dry bone. You know, no, my friends, a lot of the churches are dead today. The bones are dried. They're broken. They're hurt. Today is a day of new beginnings. Today is a day of restoration. Today is a day of resurrection. Marriages are going to be resurrected. Ministries are going to be resurrected. Friendships are going to be resurrected. Dreams are going to be resurrected. Can these bones live again? Yes, they can. Yes, they will. There is healing anointing in the house right now. Beloved, I know it in my heart. I know that God is ready to heal people's lives. He's ready to uh, reconcile marriages, give back dreams. He's ready to put things back together. I want you to know today He's ready to, to restore your life and to give you joy, give you excitement. And I want you to know today God is here to blow that, that breath of air onto you like He did Ezekiel. And He says, look out of the bones, and the bones didn't have no life in them. And He said, just breathe on. You know, breathe the breath of breath of God on them. And my friends, today, when God begins to breathe on you, I want you to know you'll come alive. And I want you to know the Spirit of God will go through you. God is building His army and He's not putting together a bunch of broken, wounded, angry, hurt, frustrated, hateful, stubborn, selfish, old bones. This army is made up of lives that have been healed, restored, transformed, and made whole and complete in Christ. Amen? Amen. I want you to know today, are you completed in the Lord Jesus 
let us fulfill the destiny that He's gave for you. Beloved, today are you complete in Christ Jesus your Lord? If you're complete, my friends, today you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You'll be praising God, lifting up hands and giving Him praises. I'm here in the house like Ezekiel did prophesying to these bones. I came to prophesy to the bones that have lost their joy, bones that have been hurt, bones that have been uh, mistreated, bones that have been lied on, bones that have been betrayed, bones that have become discouraged and frustrated, bones that have been forgotten and that had now lost their dream, bones that have been settled, and bones that have adjusted to the life of mediocrity and low living. My friends, we ought to be living on the mountaintop continuously. We ought to be filled with the Spirit. I came to declare the Word of God to you. It ain't over. It ain't over. Amen. Don't give up yet. The Word of God is ready to do some restoration. You say, but I got Jesus in my heart and I'm happy. My friends, there's areas in your life that needs to be restored. There's areas in your life that needs to be brought alive. Maybe you, you have a ministry that you want to be doing. You need to reach out. You, you will love again, you'll dream again, and you'll sing again, and you'll laugh again, and you'll preach again. You're going to get your joy back. Amen? How many of you want to get your joy and have your joy? Just say, praising God and giving Him the praise. I know I'm talking to somebody today that's ready to get right with Jesus and a good day. You know, because they've been hit so hard by the devil, the devil's just pounded on them, and they just can't say, the Lord, come and get me. He's been knocked the breath out of me. God wants to breathe on you today. Amen. God wants to breathe on you today because He wants to give you a new life. Can these bones live? Can they ever be what they were intended to be? Will they ever be a mighty army for God? My friends, yes, they can. Yes, they can, and yes, they will, and yes, they are. Amen? I want you to know today, I want you to know today the Word of God comes to you because the Word of God has been sent, and the Word of God has been preached, and now it's up to you to take that exception and say, God, begin to heal these old dry bones. Yeah, Lord, I've got joy, but I'm missing something over here. This, Lord, I've got this part of it. I want you to be complete in Jesus Christ, and that's the, the, the thing I'm looking at. I want you to be 100% complete in Jesus Christ. That means that you've got it all worked out. And if you haven't got it all worked out, you're working on it. And, and if you're working on it, you're sharing it with the Lord. And if the Lord is, you're sharing it with the Lord, He's already began working on it. He's going to get you through this time. And it's a process, as we talked about last week. As you walk down that valley, here he is working on those dry bones because the Word of God is in you. And if the Word of God is in you, you'll begin a new creature in Christ and you become that army that God's trying to put forth. Beloved today, God needs an army. We've got lost souls out there that are hungry for the Word of God. We've got a church here that needs the, the power of the Spirit to overcome it in a mighty way. And the only way we can do it is ask God to heal our bones and bring them alive. Let us pray. Christ, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this message today. Father, I know that this message had the anointing of the Holy Spirit on it. Because, Lord, I, I tell you, you woke me up so many nights preparing this message. You're ready for it now. Father, I hope I did it justice. I hope I did it the right way that you wanted it done. Because God, it's, it's up to us now to reach out to you. Just as Ezekiel did on that valley. He looked out over that valley. He didn't know what to do, just like I'm looking over this congregation. I, I don't know what I'll do. But I do know one thing. 
You're still the same God that stood beside Ezekiel that's standing beside me today. You're here in this place. You're ready to do business with your people. But your people have to say, Lord, as simple as Patty said, ABCs, admit, believe, confess. It's that easy to surrender to Jesus Christ, your Lord. The invitation is going to be different this morning because it's so simple. All you have to do, right where you're sitting, we're not even going to invite you to this altar because you know something? I can't save you. Only Jesus can save you. Right where you're at. I want to ask you, if you were to die today, are you 100% certain you would go to heaven? I didn't say 99%. I said 100%. Are you 100% certain that you would go to heaven today? Because there is no doubt. If you don't believe that with all your heart, mind, and soul, your bones are broken. Your bones are dry. And you need Jesus Christ. You need the Word of God to heal you and to bring you to 100% completeness in Christ. If you're not 100% certain, right where you're sitting at right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want you to just ask yourself, Lord, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do you want me to do, Lord? What do I do next, Speak to me, Lord. And He will. But you got to listen. you got to be obedient. you got to do what He tells you to do. And begin the next journey of your life as He begins to put it all back together for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let us stand and sing the song of invitation. And if you... Ask God, and you are sincere about it, in your heart, ask Him, if you're not 100% saved, 100% certain you'd go to heaven, that He will work with you and do that. Like I said, I'm always available to anyone that would like to be counseled about it, talk to about it, whatever you want to know. I just know that God wants to use you and use me to build His army. Oh.
shape us up, get us ready to take that next step in life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Don't forget about our business meeting. Uh, if you're going to stay, please uh, stay with us. We've got a